Rewind the tape. Hi guys, welcome back to Wait Rewind the Tape with me, Natalie. And me, Ray. Woohoo! Um, and following on from last week's um, amazing Bridgerton episode, we are fast forwarding in time and going across the pond, transatlantic to the States. And today we're going to talk about the Gilded Age. Yay. Um, which, if you don't know it, is a, um, is it a HBO? I don't know. It, yeah. it was on Now. Yeah, it's a HBO. Um, it Isn't was, it? Yes. we watched it on Sky slash Now TV. Um, and it is about, uh, obviously, the Gilded Age um, and a uh, different, different families and society in New York um, set during that time. So we'll get to it. But firstly, um, quick... Quick intros, quick, hey, how are you? Uh, so, hey, Ruth, how are you? I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, oh, congratulations to our only ever podcast guest, Misty Twice po- Twice times. Yeah, who is with child, which Yay. I love saying and I'll never go over, get older. Get, oh, oh, I can't speak. This is going to be a long episode. You with guys, child is... Better is yeah, is it a nicer phrase than I'm not sure how I feel about in the family way. What I've never heard you that. like you've never heard that. Yes, okay. What does that well, mean? In you're the, pregnant. That doesn't make sense. In well, the family way. I you know, I suppose it's is a an old timey old. yeah, yeah when you can't just be like she's knocked up, she's up the dust. Oh my god! You know, I've always wanted to like, like, oh, so sad. But you know, we talk about our pregnancy announcements. I'm definitely going for the caption at the bloody death. Absolutely. <laughs> You're not going to go fit in the family way. I don't know what that means. So I feel like, you know, you can't. I say it. Yeah, it, it really just means you're pregnant. <laughs> That's sounds sinister, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't like that. That's why it sounds very like um. I don't get it. There's so many okay. nice ways to say nice ways to say it. Like you could say, like, um, apart from like with child, you could even say like um, is bringing forth life in old English. Like, why would you say in the family way? That makes it sound like you're a hitman. Um, anyway, hold on. I just let's just find out. Sorry, real quick. Um. Okay, this is from like 19, sorry, 1688. So, you know what I mean? Like, so far back that they're not saying things like with, uh, you know, they probably did say with child, but they've, they, it's got to be a bit cloaked and just, you know, think writing down she was, she's preggers is a bit much. And also, I think it it originally is meant to apply to both um, men and women. So, I guess it's a, a parental thing, like, we're in the family way. Okay, okay we're heading okay. towards having a, a child okay um sorry that's, we that's really sidetracked us from what, what we were wanted to say which is congratulations to yeah, our good friend um and podcast supporter yeah. um extraordinary woman yeah mystic bones can't wait to meet the baby you're having a baby um yeah, apart from that in life, I'm all right. I'm quite tired today. Yeah, how are you? How am I? Um, 
I'm fine. Nothing much to report. Just yeah. enjoying life, taking a little break from work. Uh, of which one? Going, from your nine jobs. <laughs> yeah, from, from all of them. Um, and just, yeah, enjoying doing some reading. What are you reading? Sorry. Oh, sorry. an amazing book, um, oh, which is, is it? in, it's called, what's it called? If We Were Villains. I never know um, the title of the book I'm reading. Is that bad? It's absolutely amazing. It's um, like very, it's kind of like that dark academia genre, which I love. Okay. Um, hot for dark academia. Like um, Harry Potter? No. Uh, like, have you heard of the uh, the Secret History? That's kind of I've, thought I've to be the... the no, that's the secret life of bees. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Secret History by Donna Tartt is okay. another one of my favorite books. Um, and it's Dark Academia is kind of it's it's around. It's usually about something sinister or um, mysterious, like a you know a death or um, a yeah, we'll just say a death that happens typically in a school like a. Uh, an art school kind of usually in the states I guess that's the most well that's these two books I've read okay um and you know a very exclusive art school where the, the students are all like very very much into whatever it is whatever their discipline that is they kind of live and breathe it you know how like actors dancers musicians they really like live and breathe that kind of life um, and they're probably the kind of people we wouldn't really be friends with in real life. Um, I don't think I'd be uh, very, I don't think I'd fit in a, a, a dark, um, sorry, a, one of these kind of schools. Oh, Although I'd I'm like to think I would. you weren't a drama kid, to be honest. No, I wasn't. In a different life, maybe I could have been. I think maybe I would have wanted to be, but I wasn't with, I wasn't confident enough to say that that's maybe what I wanted to do. Okay. And a, and so you know if you don't if you don't fall into it early on in school you can't it's quite hard to break into that I got into it later but um it was a school that really pushed drama so it was easier to get into like and sports as well they really pushed them so it's like almost like hard to not get pushed into some some activity I yeah (laughs) not all schools are like that they really no similar similar to our our school but you just they I think past a certain age they're not really trying to put like the 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 drama people that the drama crew the troupe is established you know as was I I didn't do all the plays and everything I didn't get into drama until I did GCSE drama and then or was it year no actually it might have been year nine but it's because I think one of our English teachers, one of the like quite high up English teachers was the same high up drama teacher. So if he likes right. you in one class, I feel like he'd push you. You know how teachers always have their effing agenda where yeah, they act yeah. like it's all about you, but they're really like, I can, I'm going to use that, whatever. You <laughs> like, oh no, you'd be really good at it. They're like, no, you just, you, you fit a role. I have it like that. Um. Anyway, the book is the book is great, so I'm really really getting through it. That I also finished um, oh, finished Giovanni's room. I don't know where oh you're at with gosh. your. Okay, we can't talk about book. that until because I'm about half. I want to say halfway, but I'm probably a third of the way through my book. Okay, what's do you yeah. what's your book called? Do you remember? It's, it has men in the title. 
Okay, I'll Google it. James Baldwin Men. That's not all I'll say on. <laughs> it says country or something. Another country. That's what it's called. Yeah. All mine. I'll say on on it is yeah. that it is. It was fantastic. fantastic. My book is fucking tragic, man. I'm not it's, saying yeah. it's bad. It's, I just want to know because I'm sure Giovanni is also in um, my book as well. Perhaps it's a prequel. That's what I'm hoping I haven't read them in the wrong order. I've done that before with a book where I've read it and then I've actually realised because I'll just pick up any book that I like the look of. I don't no think research. that reading um, Giovanni's Room, though, I don't think even if like the one. same character is in it, it's not. Yeah, it wouldn't. I wouldn't ruin it. It's not yeah, even I if you read them the out of sequence. Because... It's kind of like they're not. This yeah. is very, very um, separate. Story. Oh my god! Italians everywhere will be up in arms. I'm confusing oh Giovanni with Vivaldo. <laughs> and to anybody who's read both books out there is listening to this because I feel like there will be someone because they're quite famous books. They'll be hmm. like, "Ah, oh, the girl knows nothing. Nothing." Um. Okay, we'll do uh, do read Giovanni's Room once you've finished. It's um, it's quite swap. a short book. Yeah, it's not oh, long. It's I like one hundred forty. Okay, mine's four hundred, which I felt like I started reading, and I was like, "That's a really short book," and I was getting through it really quickly. It is. I would say a fairly. Okay, but you know what it is? Okay, so do you remember <laughs> I was only reading uh, books on? I was either listening to books mm-hmm. or reading them on a. And listening to a book, I've realised, it took me a long long time of re- listening to books to realise, you're not getting through them any quicker. You just think you are. It takes a long time to listen to a book. You still have to. Because it's still somebody reading yeah. the book out yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I honestly, I would get a book and I'd see 10 hours and I'd be like, oh, so I'll do that in a day. And then I'm like with it weeks later. I'm like, well, why is this taking so long? Because you're not just going to sit there and listen for 10 hours. That's very No, unlikely. of course not. It's not a TV show. You can't honestly, even a TV yeah. show, you can't you can rarely watch it. I don't know why people say you watch TV show in a day. It takes two, three days. You can, but how often do you actually you think you're watching it in a day, but it's been two days because you have to like live, like as unfortunately. Like if, was, if I'm hungover, then for sure I could get through a season. Yeah. Not if I want to pay proper attention. True, true, true. There's definitely there's definitely a point at like maybe episode a critical moment where I fall asleep, wake back up, and like, oh, what's what's happened here? But then sometimes you just can't be bothered to pull it. You're like, no, I've got to keep going forward. But you and try and piece it it together. If it's something that I is something like light that I don't care about. I could I I just yeah. leave it running in the background and I see whether yeah. things, it doesn't matter. So it really depends. But you saying that about, um, what's that genre of book you're reading, Sarah? Dark, Dark Academia. Okay, so there's a series on Netflix. I'm not sure if I told you to watch it, but after I watched it, I watched it with my cousin. We were like, that was amazing, but didn't see that coming. I thought you would love it. It's called Alwar. Oh, let me practice saying this. Alwabi. That's oh, not even that hard to say. Alwabi. Okay, it's not hard to say. I'll, I'm dyslexic, I swear. <laughs> Sorry to dyslexic people, but I struggle with like re- repeated um, vowels. I'll rather be school for girls. And if you haven't seen it. Is it, it in? 
I don't know how it gone. I think it's Arabic. Yeah, it's Arabic, but it's like an English dub. I watched the dub. I didn't do subtitles. It is because it was about a school. So I was a bit like, mm, but it's so good. It's weirdly dark. And like, because of the culture, like the, um, the school girls, their parents are strict. So it's like, but they're wealthy. So you get that whole like, you know, what scandalized side of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then it's also about women's rights in the end. It's really good. But yeah, it's like, it's brilliant. So guys, if you're listening and you haven't watched it and you like like a, a dark school show, watch that. A dark school show, yeah, that is. Yeah, and it's not like, I find that school shows can be very frivolous. It's not like that. It's like a real drama. Like it's mm. really, it's like got some weight to it. Like you'll, you won't be disappointed. And the school was pink, which is probably what drew us in in the first place. We were like, oh, I love that kind of And then it's yeah. just not what we were expecting. Not at all. Um, yeah, so I guess that's our week. <laughs> yeah. Done. Um, I'm just going to, you keep talking. I'm going to switch my video off and pour myself a drink. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm still um, here. I just what are you going to, sorry, what are you, um, what are you drinking, Ruth? If you don't mind me asking, I absolutely don't mind. I am drinking rum, um, with a mixer or as it comes, no, as it comes, honey. Um, neat. I feel like neat only is whiskey is only neat. No, or is not it neat is just without ice. Right. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I genuinely thought neat only referred to whiskey. Honestly, it po- probably could only refer to whiskey. No, to I be just honest. think I just got that from TV. Like it's probably. Well, I suppose not a lot of other whiskey is a common thing to have just on its yeah. own without a mixer. Not a lot of people are just like hit me with a vodka neat. <laughs> hit me with a room temp vodka. I, mean, I don't a, mind that a though. To be honest, shot of vodka. I don't mind. But... I'll drink. I'll drink lukewarm vodka. Oh, oof, no. It is meant Look, to be drunk frozen. Of course, of course. But otherwise it tastes like well, it is cleaning fluid. I if it if I'm having if, if warm vodka is my only option. Oh and I really would like a drink. Absolutely. I'll drink anything. <laughs> I might dilute it with a little bit of water. Oh, if you oh that's that always reminds me of babies though. Not giving them alcohol. <laughs> Um, don't call the um I was gonna say oh, NSPCC I felt like that was I get confused the NSPCC and the RSPCA RSPCA yeah. yeah I should really I haven't given money to the NSPCC in so long I really should I used to do it regularly like they used I feel like they used to have a lot more adverts I can't remember the last time I donated hmm, that's true I'm literally googling um, guys if you don't know the NSPCC is a child protection charity in the UK Yes, correct. And they actually do the Lord's work. So, yeah. As far as I know, God, someone's going to email in and be like, actually. But as far as I know, it's like a, I've never heard anything bad about that charity. Yeah, they I think they do. The They're kids. a good, yeah. a good one. I think was. Hmm. I went to a carol service last Christmas and I, I think it was an NSPCC one. But it oh might have been God. another children's okay, kind of child protection you know what, it could be that now though it's not that the nspcc has like less funding it's just that there might be more charities but i just feel like yeah i've also stopped getting texts like i used to get those texts not from the nspcc but 
I think it was like water aid, he'd be like, hey, reply to this text. Oh, shelter still do it. Reply to this text and we'll add five pounds to your bill. That's such a good way because like, as someone who's perpetually broke, if you ask me to put it on my phone bill, which I won't notice, I can put an extra like five or 10 and I won't actually remember. Do you know what I mean? It's the easiest way Also in checkouts. No, I hate that. Because I've only seen it in Tesco. And I can't, I feel like they don't say what charity it is. Online or? Oh, no, sorry. In store, in Tesco. In store, yeah. I feel a bit like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, really, Tesco? And you? This is really problematic. But there's something about a giant corporation worth billions, I'm assuming Tesco's worth billions, asking me to give money because I'm just like, no shame. Take it off my bill. a lot of money for food that's already gone up. We're gonna, you're gonna take X percent, or you're gonna take one pound yeah. off my off my bill that I've already paid you. Take I, it out of your margin. Yeah. I hate to big up Amazon. You know, I hate to do that. Oh yeah, but but I smile. did see. Yeah, that is a really mm. good idea. Where, it is, but I always forget to go through Smile. I've not used it once, and I've <laughs> ordered since I've uh, found out about it. I've ordered at least five things off Amazon and forgotten. I mostly order from. The app, though, and I don't know if it connects. Oh, I don't know either. I use both app and uh, web. I, yeah, it depends on where I am. It depends what, what I'm searching for as well. If I'm searching, if I need to, if I'm doing a deep dive into something for like an event or I need something, yeah. you know, you need to be doing research, you need multiple tabs open, yeah. then it's desktop. Oh, what yeah. are we talking about? I love talking about how we shop. Sorry. Sorry, guys. This is my... For people that hate capitalism, we sure do. I know, we love buying things. We've, yeah, sure do put a lot into the economy. But the thing um, is, you have to buy things anyway. Like, even if there was no money, we would still trade. Like, you have to, and it's still fun. There's a reason that when you're little, like, when you're in the Argos catalogue, you see that um, those trolleys. Do you remember they used to have, I never had one. Did you have one? Like a I didn't shopping centre. Really, we didn't shop at Argos. I didn't understand the concept of Argos. Until I was <laughs> sorry, so that, oh God, that no, that's so hilarious because I, I loved Argos. It, it wasn't somewhere that we went as kids, or that um, our parents got stuff at. So I didn't realize that it wasn't Argos was not a physical store where you could go and just browse. Obviously, yeah. it's a it's a castle, it's a physical castle. So I did not understand that. I think until maybe I moved to London and I went to an Argos. Oh my, like, that's so cute. Okay, I'm learning a lot here. That's Just so it's Natalie it in the like big city. Ikea? I didn't like... really. Also, IKEA wasn't something that I had a lot of exposure to unless until I came down to London and was buying stuff for university. Okay, I'm showing my ass now because I'm a Croydon baby. You know, there's a massive. Oh IKEA yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, everything Love in it. our house was from IKEA. Like everything. <laughs> It's down the road. I feel like it took a while. We did get, we have a massive IKEA that's, well, it's like in Warrington. So yeah. it's, that's the closest one to us. But that wasn't, maybe that came into effect when I was a teenager. Okay, fair. And we just didn't need anything at that point until we moved, until I went to university. It's also funny we, what like, you said about Argos because, like, I feel like for a lot of kids, or me especially, <laughs> So we'd get the Argos catalogue delivered and we'd go through and say what we wanted. Right. It was like a fantasy. Nobody actually got the stuff. Like of at Christmas. Not. Yeah. At Christmas. I mean, we went to like, did you ever have a Toys R Us? Toys R Us run. Yeah. yeah. They like owned the market, I felt like. They were the totally. Yeah. That's we that's where we went. I remember 
our dad would take us to Toys R Us for Christmas and yes. we'd be able to pick out our own yeah. gifts and it was like the best best day, best day of your life. better than Christmas day and do you remember they used to have well, that bubble gum but... in a tube in like a that was the only place we were allowed to eat that I don't know if it's because chewing I'm thinking about it now as an adult it's probably because like chewing gum and bubble gum if you let a kid have that they'll stick it to <laughs> 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 your life ruined or it's so. like just full of sugar Oh, honey, that wasn't the problem because I was definitely drinking. For sure, um, it wasn't the problem in our house. Yeah, I was having Fanta at the McDonald's drive-thru, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was living life. And I, oh my God, do you remember those, um, this might again be a a more, well, let's say a southern thing because we had them when we would go to church on Sundays, there was a shop next door. This is in Tottenham and they'd have, you know those, and we'd have them at weddings. Those juice cartons, so not um not Capri Suns. Capri Suns are like the delicious ones, but they'd also always have like a cardboard box full of just stackable juice cartons that snapped the lids, snapped off one another. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of that was stuff that you would have in, in a uh, school um packed lunch <laughs> yes, when you were on a field yes. trip. Field it was trip like a white, it's like yes. a yogurt kind of yes, yes shape, yes. and you put yes, and oh, you yeah. spiked it through the top with those tiny, yeah, with those thin straws. red straws. And then once in a while, you'd get one and it'd have no bloody straw, and then you'd have to pop it. <laughs> oh, those were yeah. those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids, yeah, they certainly were weren't giving you Capri Sun branded stuff. No, on the no, kids Capri Sun was like a treat kind of thing. Yeah. Capri Sun is still a treat to me. I love Capri Sun so much. Do you remember Sun Lollies, the triangle ones? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, delicious. Oh, but saying it makes my teeth hurt. I think yeah. I had too many experiences. You know what I would do with those? I would um, chip, crunch so them up it. until before yeah, you open them. So they were like a slush <laughs> puppy. And then you yes. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Nostalgia. If you weren't a 90s kid, sucks to be you because it was lit. (laughs) Oh my god. And we didn't have um social media, so yeah, we just had sunny delight turning people's skin (gasps) on. So that was sunny delight, yeah. I wish everyone could know what it is to live through a phenomenon of a because I feel like that will never happen again. I mean, how could it happen again? Also, how divisive it was like. (laughs) Sunny Delight, are you Florida Sunny Delight or California? (laughs) Like, what's the difference? The color of the cat, like, come on, guys. But we were a Florida. (laughs) Oh, really? We were California. California was the light orange, right? I think was. Sunny was Florida blue. Oh, okay. We were Florida blue top. <laughs> we were Florida. Oh, um, oh, and the other one had a green top, right? I think so. I don't. Know. Oh my god, which was remind. Oh, I remember when they. Well, my mouth is watering, like as if I'm going to be sick. I'm so sorry, listeners. Remember when they brought out the different flavors? But oh, yeah, the different. They would. I don't think I've ever tasted a drink so bad. I it's called what... Sunny D. It's just <laughs> sunshine. Just, just give us orange juice or, or whatever you're it was, calling thought, orange yeah, juice. Orange juice with loads of sugar in it, but apparently enough colouring to change your physical appearance. Like you'd been to Willy Wonka's factory. One other food stuff as well that was so massive. Do you remember BNBNs? Oh, that song had kids in a chokehold, and so did the 
biscuits. Shakey Jake. It's I'm shaky. Shaky. Yeah, Wibble, wibble, you hurt me up. Okay, my problem with jingles the in the early nineties. <laughs> what were you people on? <laughs> You're really just phoning it in, like uh, let's just repeat BN BN to a tune. It was lit. Um, but Shaky Jake, that was great. But. Okay, my thing with those things, the adverts were so big. And yeah, I had a BMBM once in a while, but it, the, the advertising spend did not match the market share because you No, BMBMs were huge in our school. What, for like two weeks, right? <laughs> it was, I think Philip was longer than two weeks. But yeah, yeah of course fair. it was, there's a, but it's not as if it's one com- company and that yeah, they have one product. Like, I don't know who owned BNBM, but oh it's going to be... Oh, my God, you're a- so right. I forget that, like, all these, like, <laughs> biscuits are owned all by, owned like, by one. Procter & Gamble, McVitie's, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, big, big, big corporations. So I think that they're all right on the marketing spend. <laughs> That's so sad if you get older and you realise, oh, corporations just own Oh, everything. it's just not one Mar and Park yeah. shop making fucking yeah. BNBMs. <laughs> and they just <laughs> roll out a new biscuit every six months like, and then this, they cut it. <laughs> this advert is going to make or break us. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to put all of our money into it. <laughs> You're right. Oh my god. Um okay, but speaking of giant corporations and hey. industrialization and capitalism, whoop, whoop, let's talk about the gilded age. Yeah. Cuz as we know, um that is what the gilded age was all about. It was about a rapid period of growth um, and industrialization in the US um, that had a sinister underbelly because as we, um, I I mean, nothing's really changed, guys, with uh, politicians, bankers, industrialists all getting into bed with each other, they're all just colluding to make one another rich. And sure, we do have a lot of technological and industrial advancements going on at that time, and I suppose still now, but now I don't feel like the technological advances that we're having are because of, um, like, government um collusion and lobbyists like maybe back then because you know they were making you know the steam train the railroads and uh, back then what I mean now now I think that the same kind of thing it's just the technology technological advances now are not really being driven by the government I don't think there ever was no but I suppose what I'm saying is like back then it it felt like that all these people like getting into bed together, at least there was something good coming out of it for the general public, maybe transportation that really opened doors. I mean, it's just, this is the oldest trick in the book. Like if you want to build, <laughs> you've got to grease some palms. Everybody knows it. Yeah. And palms are greased. Just, yeah. It's just a myth that you don't have to in countries like England. Well, actually... This is why you yeah, you can just give 100K to Pretty Patel and no Sometimes, one cares about you. It, do you know what upsets me about all that? And I know there's obviously stuff that's going on off the books that I don't care hear about mm-hmm. because it's like you make the smallest donation to a party and the return is like so huge. I'm <laughs> like, what else are you doing? Because yeah. 100,000 feels yeah, in, in that like, that scale, That's quite small fry, and yeah. then they get a contract worth millions or billions, and then it makes me think, what else is it more about securing jobs in the future? Like, what else are you guys doing, or do you have other businesses that you have together? Because it doesn't mm. make sense. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, I just had like a pang of anxiety thinking like, please don't come and kill me, but it's not that deep, guys. We are I think not. That, yeah, there are other people on the hit list before us. Oh my um, god, yeah. So get that fast. No joking. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of not. Um so don't get anybody. Let me just be clear on that. Obviously, I don't want anybody to be got, but I don't. Well, okay, I, I per- personally definitely don't want to be soon. got. Okay, and you better be on my team, Natalie. I'll be very disappointed in you, guys. Let me tell of you. Of course, I'll be on your team, but I just don't think that. I, I, as we we've spoken about this, I feel many times before. I'm not sure it how much of a survivor I am. You're you are a survivor. Shout out to Destiny's Child. You are a survivor. The soundtrack to our apocalypse. I can already see it now. You in like um, a khaki pant with an open, open shirt. So it's the apocalypse, but I've still had time to find a wardrobe that I've not got already. Absolutely. (laughs) And you're like walking. When did you get walking boots? You're like, never mind. There are people coming. We haven't got time for this. Oh my God, this girl. It does make me think now, though, I do need to increase my stamina for the inevitable moment when. Everybody turns on each other. I'm scared. Yeah. I was walking up. And the thing is, I want to be in like a more inclusive group, like living out, you know, when you like have to take over a warehouse. Yeah. There's going to be people of like different abilities and like physically you can do different things and different skills. So I'm really like thinking, like, what can I bring? And maybe I don't have that many skills, really. Entertainment. Uh, There's only so much entertainment somebody needs. Actually, no, you're not. We can put on a weekly. Yeah, you can sing. We can do a... No, nobody wants out. Yeah. Imagine somebody singing off-key during the apocalypse. I I, I would boo. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, We try and put live, live shows on. <laughs> this we podcast. Like, oh, my God. We just sit and we describe television shows to people and they don't understand anything. <laughs> can, are you following along, guys? <laughs> like, yeah. um, okay, but so I guess that brings us nicely back to the main focus of this yeah. bloody infernal podcast. The TV <laughs> show we watched, um, what we're we talking about. Okay. Um politics and uh politicians. Politicians and industrialists. Politics um, and politicians. And, <laughs> and lobbyists. So that you've got that on one side That's um in the States. About... It is, but then it's also about the conflict between old world and like a quote unquote yeah, old world. Because as old as the US could can that be the European side, settler side of the US can be. Yeah. There's the conflict between people that feel like they've established society and they've brought it over. And there's a pecking order and there's, you know, it's an exclusive uh circle of people. And then there's people that just have money. So and when you have money, yeah. You can actually just have, get your way in anywhere. It would be like if I made a shit tell it's the no joke because England has kept kept a hold of classism like probably no like other nobody's business yeah so yeah. like it would be like if I made a shit ton of money today and I went to like an exclusive club that's been open for hundreds of years and then like I'm around the way of, like, in. yeah lord and ladies they're not gonna I'm I will always be new money yeah like 50 cent said in a song they yeah. call me new money they say I have no class I came from the bottom and then I can't remember how it goes but, but I know it ended him saying, bougie ass bitches, they can kiss my ass. This is how we do. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, essentially, the soundtrack or the the um, the synopsis of uh, The Gilded Age. 
It is. They honestly, yeah. there's no difference between this and Fifty Cent's film Get Rich or Die. Yeah. So you've got the who are what's who's the Ada? Russells. No, who were the the not the Russells? Oh, um, old money. You've got Agnes uh, Van. Yeah, what's she called? Van Brooks. Rin, what's Van she Ryan. Van Ryan. Yeah. God, that is <laughs> the way they spell Ryan. Have you seen yeah, that? It's Nordic. Oh. Who knew? Um, Okay, so yeah, you've got um, Agnes Van Ryan, who is not really the head bitch in society, but I in the that show. Was in Dutch, yeah. Because um, I thought Van names were Dutch. God, I learn something new every day. Um, and then you've got, yeah, the Brooks. So that's uh, Cynthia Nixon. Shout out to Miranda. Yeah. Um, who were the old money on the, on the street, 69th Street, I want to say. I don't remember. Who 69 knows? is a hilarious number. Always. Um, <laughs> And they've been watching across the road this ginormous house being built. Um, and it's the Russells. Mr. Russell is a I guess he's the industrialist. Does he also oh, own a bank? He owns and builds he owns all the rail. Yeah, but and does he do anything yeah. else? Have you played Monopoly? If you own all the train stations, you don't need you to. You are do cashing else. it in. True, true, true. <laughs> I, for some reason, I felt like he was also a banker, but maybe he's not. No, 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 no. No, no. he's just he's just he makes pure, all um, his money from building train stations. Train stations, yeah. He actually builds the what's the most famous station in New York? Did he bring build Grand Central? Yeah, that's oh, what I, they're talking about in the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a scandal because they're all like, we already have a train station. <laughs> We don't need another one. Honey, you but need nine. This is city is too big for goodness sake. It's going to grow. If there's yeah. anything we know about cities and overpopulation and overcrowding, um, shout out to Grand Central Station though, because it is a great, it is a gorgeous I've never building. Been oh my God, it's gorgeous. It is. The nicest train stations I've ever seen were in Berlin, but I can't In remember. Berlin? Oh, stunning. Germany in general. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They know how to do a train station. Gorgeous. They know how to do a lot of things. Which <laughs> you weren't talking about. Uh, yeah i saw some incredible architecture in berlin as well i like it it's such an industrial city as well i like industrial cities with old buildings i just think it's cool Mm. yeah moving on so should we start off with the should we start off with the van ryans and the brooks Mm, i feel like we should start with the russells okay just go. because I, I'm, I'm going to miss stuff and then I'm going to make, I'm going to keep going off. Okay, hit me with a character. Okay, we're going in order of the IMDb list and we will explain who they are as we go down. Well, we'll so try. But we we'll start won't. with the, um, in some ways, she's like the protagonist, but it, the, I would say the protagonists are Ag- Agnes Van Agnes, Ryan yeah. and Mrs. Marion. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, I would say like she's actually a supporting she supporting because they're both like the head honcho. She one represents old money, one represents true, even though um Agnes Van Bryan isn't really the person that has the deciding say in society. No, no, but she, no, uh, but would we say us? she's the lady Danbury? <laughs> she's not at all. Lady Danbury was way cooler. Um, although I, I actually do like Agnes Van Bryan. I actually love her, I can't lie. I know yeah. she's problematic as fuck, but I really, really, re- I ride for that woman. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start with, the. F- okay, so this is in order on IMDb, so it's just like who had the most appearances or whatever. And then I'm sure they put them in alphabetical order or something. No, they don't, I don't know. Probably screen time. So the first person to come up is Mrs. Russell. 
Mrs. Russell, Mrs. Bertha yeah. Russell. Bertha one and only. How I got called that? Now I'm going to go all over the place. You might have to stop me. Uh, she's somewhat of a tyrant in her household. I mean, considering she's new money, like she's very old school. But then that's very. You, you can be like. Um, I've, it's like, you know, when you meet people who are like quote unquote middle class or working class, but they're like super traditional, like your yeah. status doesn't actually, a station or whatever the fucking people call it, your class doesn't always reflect like your values, if that makes sense. She's just she's very conservative. Yeah, she's super conservative. And that doesn't, just because she doesn't know all of the right rules, she's a quick study and she's learning fast. Yeah, she's very traditional. She's very morally led, I would say. You can tell she's loyal, but she's also like, I would Is call she morally her a, led? Yeah. Like her morals might not be right, but she has them. Like, can you daughter, have bad moral? Like, can you can you can one be can you say somebody is moralistic? Morally led, but if led. they are, yeah, I suppose if but by bad meant, morals. She's led. She's led by her, uh, no, she has a strong moral compass, I would say. But and a moral not, compass suggests that it's, you've got a good, no, I yeah, do see so, her. She doesn't seem like the kind, she's not as judgy as the old money women. Do you know what I mean? She keeps no, she's not. More. True, but she's but not she, afraid to cut a, a bitch down. No, she'll give you, she'll climber. give you the special, the second chance, but she, exactly, she can't afford to, yeah, not give people chances because she needs to climb the ladder. But I feel like when she's at the top of the ladder, she's not going to give a shit. No, you're right. I don't feel, I don't see that kind of, yeah, compassion right. in her. Yeah, everything's oh, right. very calculated. Yeah. And I do think that she loves her husband, but she's not very um, empathetic towards him. I think she is. I felt like she was being unfairly judged for that in the show. I think that she wants, she she puts, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but she's she's putting what she wants for her and her family and what she believes is right. And also not just because she wants that, but it's, she, it's, going to inevitably support the husband's business business but that she kind of I suppose puts that above almost all else and if people even in the family get hurt or feathers are ruffled it's kind of like this is for the greater good thing I'm not saying that she doesn't love her family dearly and no you're right but Um, she shows it it by was um, it her that decided yeah. that her daughter can't marry who she wants? That was yeah. her, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she's cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah, and she's obsessed. The whole show is just about her obsession to climb into good society. And yeah, and there it. are points at which I think that um, her like her husband is going through it a bit with when he's being framed for... Yeah. Um, <laughs> for derailing a train. Oh. Yeah, that old chestnut. And... She again just puts her own agenda ahead of comforting him. But the reason, the reason I'm not that pressed about that is only because no, there was a point where I was like, "She, now you're doing too much." Because like these it was all up. Like I can't you. remember what at what point it was, but there was something it was like where I was she like, went to, um, yeah, she was going to uh, the Red Cross. The- 
thing. Yeah. And he was like, um, no, no, she went out into the country. Well, that fireworks thing. Well, there's so we just named three times. Oh no, or was it when sorry, when um Thomas Edison, that when they were turning on the lights bulbs. No, but all three of those occasions she was not supporting her husband, honestly. And he was like, God damn. Which is kind of I suppose good to not good to see, but it's it it breaks from the trope of um (laughs) the woman always having to support the husband and be there for the husband it's kind of like they both got roles his is out there to make the money in in business and hers is to ensure that he can do she's facilitating that so she's not going to like kind of mollycoddle him and drop everything to but she's a rider she's a ride or die remember when he was like I could lose everything and she was like we'll build it we'll build it again Oh, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for. Of course. Cool. So she is very loyal and she is in it with him and she does love him and she does believe in him and trust him, but, but her one doesn't take her it. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, she, and I kind of got the feeling that while he was building that empire, she would have been backing him 100%. It's not like it seems, it kind of seemed like them moving into that house, like her wanting to build that house, move into it, and then climb into society felt like her chance. Do you know what I mean? It didn't. Right, she's like, she's yeah. put in the hard yards up yeah, until like, that now point. Now it's my time to shine because they've yeah. got two kids. He was not at home with those kids raising them. She was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they weren't always rich. Yeah, but yeah, um, shout out to Mrs. Russell, you deviant bitch! Wow, where did the wardrobe as well? <laughs> I sometimes think like how? Oh my god, she how was much time in a day do people have? Because I can't even. Yeah, I you need to know really, in the morning. And then you brush your hair at night, ready for bed. But there's several looks in a day. They also have ladies' maids. True, but then in the running around from town, and I suppose at that point New York was, uh, or Manhattan was a lot smaller than it is now. And getting somewhere it takes so long that you're just doing one thing Because of traffic, of course. Now, I mean, back then. No, even then. Like, you're going by fucking horse and carriage. Like, what, how many, <laughs> you're not, you're not city hopping, you're not jumping off the tube, you're not getting an Uber. You're going to one place and you're coming back, then maybe you're going out in the evening. Like, yeah, or having people around. You yeah. might be call- calling on different places. I don't know. Anyway, wardrobe no, is like phenomenal. One thing to do. She the knew how to cute. pull a look. I think that her nighttime wardrobe was for me. That's what did it. Her daytime gowns, wardrobe was okay. gorgeous. Her nighttime looks. Oh, mm-mm. yeah. I can see that how house as well. I find it so. That's I- nice. Yeah, but, but it's a bit it's too big for me. Weird to it, it was colossal. Yeah, have you in oh, for a okay. city? I find it so strange to think about. Yeah, I've been in houses like that in Nigeria only, where like you'll get um, houses that have just been built where they've made them so or like no, you, I don't think I've not yeah. I, not within the um, center of like Manhattan or in London because something like that would have now would have probably been carved up into separate flats or you it would be a get, meet, like um, a, a commercial building they're not as big but you can still get okay you know when you're on um High Street Kensington going towards Shepherd's Bush before before you get to Shepherd's mm. Bush there are still houses like that they're not as big and there are still I'm houses sure like there that, are. It's that just, I would never go I into. can't contra- comprehend that here and now and people living like that now but I guess it happens oh no not like that but even but the only reason I brought up Nigeria is because that's like there's sometimes I'll go into someone's house in Nigeria and I'm just like 
It's only happened, I think, twice where I'm just because the houses are generally bigger. If you have mm. money, your house is quite big. Yeah. But there was two houses. Like there was this house, like one of my cousin's neighbors. We she said we could shoot something there. So we went in to like greet her. You know how you have to greet before you can do something. So, so mm-hmm. she sees you, she said, that's just like good manners. Yeah. So we went to greet, and like honestly, I could not, I couldn't even fake it. Because from the front, it looks like everybody else's house. Then you're walking in and she has like a pool and you realise how long the pool... And you're just like, how big is this house? And then you get in the house and it's like, it's... And imagine it's like her her husband and one of her kids who's maybe moved back home. The house is huge. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I'm like, how can you... First of all, how can, are you not scared? And maybe there's people out there who are used to growing up in big houses and stuff, so they won't really get it, but like... No, I'd be scared on my own in a house that big but she's just and she's just chilling in the living room and she's like tiny as well so it just makes it even funnier for me I'm like you don't need this space yeah it's insane it's just crazy to me especially because if you think about it from front like imagine if you were going into Mrs Russell's house or whatever you saw it from the outside you probably think because you know those houses all kind of look the same from the front you probably thought, oh, like that looks that big. Then you go in and you're in that fucking their foyer. The atrium, like, yeah. Oh my, I would shit a brick. I'd be like, where am I? That house is a palace. It's a I think pa- somebody described it as a palace, and it really was. It is a pa- It's literally a palace. And then when, the first time they went into the ballroom, it reminded me of like um, you know, the animated Anastasia. Oh. Yes, yes, it is. It's just ridiculous. I don't know. Like it's not. And just the idea that you have a ballroom, because that's that's not our life now. But I suppose in like high society, that probably is people's lives. No, like even then, like very few people have a house that big because they were all shocked when they went in the house. It's like even people with money don't have houses that big. But I I think it would be like that in. It's in England, like if we talk about Bridgerton, how every they all had ballrooms because they all had everybody threw a ball at a different time, and that's just not the world that we live in now, or yeah. the world we live in. Some people maybe still go to balls all the time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because you still have like debutantes and stuff, don't you? In New York, yeah. You don't remember from Gossip Girl? Of course I do. Cotillion. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, that was the OC. Oh yeah, you're right. I think yeah. I remember Cotillion from some fucking weird teenage book. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> yes, because I had, I, I, we did it in English. I think I even mentioned Cotillions in uh, The Bell Jar. Uh, anyway. Right, should we move on from Mrs. Russell? Yeah, we're on to her baby daddy. Mm. Oh, Mr. Russell. Hot, Mister, hot, hot. Honey, Mr. Russell. <laughs> Mr. Russell. I get it. Okay. And a, again, a loyal man. He's very loyal to Bertha. I, I love that, like, if the bar is so low for men, if, like, your wife's um, handmaiden or maid or whatever you want to call her jumps in your bed and you're like, hey, get out of here. You're like, oh, my God, what an honourable man. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even fuck outside his marriage. But, wow, the lady's maid got naked in his bed and he was like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, him, what are we clapping at? He should, Mrs. that's the bare minimum. He yeah, should be that's the bare minimum. That. Him and Mrs. Russell had tension, though. You could tell he was still knocking that down for sure. Sorry if you don't like my crude phrasing, girls, but it's true. I mean, when he, yeah, when he asks if he can stay in her room. Yeah. I'd I'd quite like that, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, separate rooms, just... Oh, my God. We can come together when we come together, if we want to, on my terms. 
Um, absolutely but I don't have to I I can just sleep on my own I would like that or I could sleep with you and we can share a bed when we want to share a bed but not every every night I think it's better for your sex life I think it must be yeah I have no um personal experience to corroborate that but I feel like there's studies that I won't read that could (laughs) back us up on that I'm sure I've seen a headline in Cosmo so I want separate bedrooms separate bathrooms who Maybe can even afford separate that? houses. Who can afford that? Would you I rather have that... a separate bedroom or a separate bathroom? I don't mind us having a shared bathroom, but I'm having, I have to have my own toilet in the house. Oh, a different, you know I mean? a separate one. Yeah, yeah, from anybody. Ideally, I'm talking ideally. Yeah. But even if I didn't, I, and people say I'm doing too much, but I just don't, because having my longest term boyfriend, obviously we were at war in a stage straight from the beginning where, because of something that happened, which I won't go into because it's kind of gross and embarrassing. But like it was basically we each other's toilet habits wasn't crazy to us. Do you know what I mean? And I do think it kills the sex of it. It didn't. We were going at it. But it's still I suppose there's still some mystery that we'd like to keep. Yeah, I would so even if I was with someone and we lived in a small place, I would that's one thing where I'm just like I need my own. You'd insist on a separate, at least if it's not a bathroom, second. toilet. I don't care if we have to build a toilet garden. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need that, that myself. I'm I sure there were work. no shortage of toilets. Actually, they wouldn't probably wouldn't have had. Would they have the had toilet, toilets no. back then, or would it still be not flushing, chamber pot? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think true. they would have had something, but it definitely didn't flush or anything. I'm going to Google toilet in the night. Sanitation, yeah. God, this is like a school project. 1800, 1870 to 1900. Um, yeah, so not 1900s. Oh, I put in toilet in 1900 America. But I should have put, I'm going to go. Well, now. it's fine. I'm sure the article will tell you when the modern day toilet came I'm going to go 1890. Am I being dumb? No, that's right. Oh yeah, my god! Fun. It's it's the um, god they had the, ugh, these toilets remind me of I can't remember what area it is in London that had them forever. Those um, you know the ones with the, the flush, pipe? yeah, yeah, the top yeah. flush. I lo- there's something I love those toilets. I can't know. The flush is always so strong. Like <laughs> well, I bet those there's toilets no, are they're... never need a plumber. But I bet they. Well, I don't. But I know that they're probably such a huge um waste of water. Unless you can get one that has a, you know, the secondary flush, because now we've got the two. Why are we talking about this? It's you know, now you can, you've got the one button for a little flush, yeah, for a num- and then the big flush for. Thank you. Okay, I'm not joking. Up until I think it was yesterday, I was saying to myself, I still don't know what these two flush buttons are for. Oh, there you go. You know what I do? I press them both. That's. Fine for when you want a big flush to flush everything out of the way. But yeah. if it's just um, a, a wee, then one. You know me and my toilet anxiety. I need 20 flushes. <laughs> Even if it's just a wee, I'm like, get it out of No one must um, know. <laughs> Who are we? Okay, we still. these toilets look like manual ceramic pots, but they, then some of them have flashing devices. Yeah, anyway. ladies and gentlemen, we're wasting our minutes, uh, Mr. Russell's minutes, on the talking toilets. about toilets. But um, yeah, he was like a big head honcho and he was hot. 
Yeah, I get it. And he was extreme. He, he was doing too much with his son, but we can get to that later. Okay, then we get to Miss Marion Brooke. Oh, Miss Marion Brooke. The yeah. ingenue, would we say? I don't know what that means. Um, the girl next door, the kind of <laughs> naive girl about town. What a phrase to complicate. <laughs> That's so ironic. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, she was the girl next door to the Russells. <laughs> yeah, she was hot too. She's, yeah, a very um, comely woman, should we say? He's powerful. Garrity Tunes. How is that vulgar? Sorry. Are you sure that I'm speaking exactly how they would have spoken? Let me just. Yeah, make but it. now that sounds wild. Comely. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a, she, she was homely, pleasant to look at, attractive. Yeah. Like, but I suppose more in a Sweet wholesome way. kind of way. Yeah. Um, at first, she wasn't doing it for me. I was like, oh, who is this girl mourning her? Her dad dies and leaves her with nothing, basically, and she has to go and live with her rich aunts. But her, she meets a lawyer. That also I just felt was weird because if, at the beginning when she was settling up with the lawyer... Mr. Rakes, who we will get to. Hate him. Um, if, if, in Philadelphia or, or in Pennsylvania, whichever small town they were in, it didn't feel like she was into him at no, all. She, her father had decided. I know, I know. Said, and I'm not saying that you're, you're at the reading of the will of your father, like <laughs> looking out here like, trying to get some dick. Okay, he's hot. Um, she obviously, yeah, was not in the, the that kind of frame of mind, but it still felt a bit when he was like, oh, maybe we'll. No, he was pushing it and she was like um yeah sir shut up I actually never really want to see you again she was also like I feel like she's quite innocent so she's like a bit like yeah didn't realize that he was putting it on not just that it's it's the equivalent of now of course it's like you go and you get a service done or something and the person who offers you the service is like, oh, maybe we'll see each other again. It's exactly the same like, as that. It's not the equivalent of. That's the same. You're, it's, it's exactly, imagine if you were at a, a legal appointment and you were having some legal documents read um, and, and even worse if somebody has passed away and, some, and the lawyer tries to make a move on you. That's a mess. And he's like, well, I'm coming to New York soon. That happens all the time, though. More with like people like mechanics or taxi drivers. They always, yeah. and it's just like, no. With lawyers, you're like, are you just trying to squeeze some more hours out of this, some more billable hours? It's always difficult with um, a quote unquote professional to know if they're trying on with you. I just, it's like you think they might be, but you're also like, maybe they're not. Do you know what I mean? Out of, um, professional integrity they really shouldn't be so Maybe. you hope you're like well I, you can't be making a move because yeah. that would be super super unethical yeah um anyway so marion uh brushes off the guy goes to live with her two aunts one's a widow one's a spinster um <laughs> sorry say <laughs> how it is these are just facts. Um, yeah. She, and their dad, they hate the dad. They hate their brother, basically. They hate their brother because he just squandered the, their, all the money. Inheritance. And yeah. um, and Agnes then had to marry for money to protect and, the and family, to basically, man. yeah, look after the family. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Ryan did sound like a bit of a prick. Um, 
but and it's well, funny because before... his daughter didn't know until he died like because she'd been living a nice life she just probably thought they were still rich she didn't know that he'd like remortgaged them and sold the house <laughs> yeah. um every family has a man like that no shade to this day so before we get to new york marion um meets peggy who will become her dear dear friend well yeah i mean i guess they're friends yeah they are friends she they have a sisterly bond yeah um and she loses her train ticket like a messy bitch yeah um my phone's died and i can't get on my train train liner yeah she's very naive that she just didn't she didn't clock she didn't realize that this was a fake fight intended to steal her purse i didn't clock it i don't think okay well then it would be you (laughs) <laughs> you didn't did you think that she misplaced her ticket though the men made off with it they had a fake brawl yeah and she was like oh no and then she suddenly she's lost a ticket or maybe I'm just reading too much into no you're not I didn't get it I thought she just lost a ticket okay you're so, right I just didn't know but Marion also wants to I guess cause a bit of trouble. Like, but when when she was living in back in Pennsylvania, she must still have it. It may not have been New York high society, but she still must have been living oh, in some sure. kind of society life. But it and seems she that she doesn't understand the rules. She doesn't Maybe get it because, at all. Um, it's like uh, it would be in Bridgeton the equivalent of growing up in the city or growing up in the country. Like there, I still think if things... you grew up in the country, you would still know the rules. No, the city is sharper. It's more strict. And there's loads of unsaid things. Because Mar- it's not that Marion didn't know the rules. She just wanted to know why people were being ostracised and cast out. She didn't get the mean girl side. Yeah, I would have thought like in she, the country she still it would knew, She still knew she couldn't just make out with some guy. She'd never kissed a man. She, do you know what I mean? She, but that wasn't not- necessarily society. That was also at the times. Yeah, I guess. Honey, if I'm working class, I'm fucking. I don't give a fuck. I'm not being poor and not having sex. Not happening. Um, Rules I live by to this day. But Marion wants to, yeah, she wants to have a career. She wants to have something more than just, well, if not Marian, a career. You mean Peggy? No, Pe- Marion, she wants to, not a career. Peggy wants a career. Peggy wants to oh, make something for herself. Marion just wants something. House. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to just be cooped up at home and not doing anything and waiting for people to call on her. She still wants to have like her I hobbies like, and yeah. stuff and do charity work, maybe. And I think that the real problem is her aunt is way stricter than her dad, basically. Because you're right, but that's because her, her dad, no shade to that man, but I don't think he really did, gave a shit. He was too busy probably spending the money him. and worrying about what about the fact that he had no money people who waste money are usually the most fun i should know um but mrs ryan is i mean i don't know maybe maybe we should just wait until we get to her. i'm trying, trying to think if yeah she was very strict but she also was for a reason for, yeah it's she true. was she was having I don't, yeah, it wasn't unnecessarily. She wasn't cruel. No, she. Was like, sometimes like, I felt um, like from Bertha. Yes, of course. Yeah, she was. 
trying to protect people. Bertha was her intention. Sorry, Bertha, Mrs. Russell. If you were going to call her Bertha. I know, I'm sorry. Who am I to call her? (laughs) How dare Um, you? Proper names, please. Bertha was doing things. Ah, sorry. Mrs. Mrs. Russell was, her motives were to climb society ranks, climb the ladder, whereas Mrs. Ryan was well, I guess protecting the family name, but also protecting the people. Oh no, within she was protecting it. the people she loved. She also yeah. knew from having money, like what comes with it. Like basically, she knows the gold digger from a mile away. Oh, oh she, she spots that she totally. Spot yeah, um, because she was one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, a hardworking woman, if you ask me. But she's also, for as much as she's very high society, she's more open-minded than a lot of... Oh, true. Sorry. Yeah, we'll (laughs) We'll be here all night, honey. (laughs) Um, Do we have anything else to say about Marion? No. Do we want to talk about... We'll get to the situation with Mr. Rakes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Is there anything else to talk about? No, she's a sweet girl. Her dad died. She moved into the the city. And she just didn't get why everyone was outcast. But we'll get to them when we get to the characters. Peggy Scott, yeah. isn't it? Peggy! We love Peggy. Peggy um, Scott, yeah, in this show, and like Bridgerton, racism is very much alive and kicking. So Peggy yeah. Scott is basically a black working woman who is also from, uh, well, high society, but she, obviously for segregation, she's from black high society. Her dad's super strict, you know, you know the vibes. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> um, he's like, you're absolutely not working. What's wrong with you? She gets married to a guy beneath her station. And her dad who is we can't should we wait till we get there because I feel like it's too much of a big thing her dad steals her child and gives her child I think we need to talk about it now because I'm not sure if we're gonna get no he doesn't but he also doesn't tell her that the child is alive he he pretends and makes everybody act like the child died oh my god so he's a real terror and what were you doing it for? Because he doesn't, he wants to give her a chance to start again. Yeah, but. So she can marry someone who's like more on her level. So that he can have more of a controlling aspect of her life. Yeah, but he's, it's because yeah, he doesn't want to own self interest. Controlling parents, and I'm sure we all know this, it's never about what's, it, well, sometimes it's about what's best for you, but it's also about what's best for them, how it makes mm-hmm. them look. Yeah, But then it's also sometimes because of the world that they've come from, they know how inflexible people can be. So they just don't want you to have to struggle. But it's usually also just a safe place for them. But then Peggy would have, she is going out and she's got her, she is with or without her family. She's going to make, she's going to be all right. She's going to make yeah. something of herself. So sure. she could have made something of herself with and had, the family that she had she probably, I don't think she'd be doing harder. what she's doing now I think she, she would have gone to writing eventually but I think she'd have just been more focused on raising her baby yeah so perhaps maybe life would have then. could have been a bit harder because she would have had a child and then also a, yeah, a husband rich. she should never this is what pisses me off about people with money she's acting like your choices are making you poor you could just give me the money so your choices that? are making me poor, actually. If we really <laughs> want to get into it. No resentment here. Ha ha ha. And also um, we shouldn't forget, we talk a lot about spouses um, being there and helping 
being kind of the backbone that enables a lot of um, people, business people to make their money or not just business people, anybody, professionals, anybody that has a, that if you're not even making money, but doing what, whatever, everything, if you're working and supporting you and they're kind of the unsung heroes, but often it's also the children that are really pulling their weight at home too. It's not (laughs) just, do you know what I mean? We yeah. have to give children I mean, their Sometimes be. the kids get protected and that uh, by the, the spouse that's at home. And oftentimes it's a family effort to help make sure, to help facilitate that life is easier and life is good for the no, person actually, that's yes. actually going out there and kind of making money. But nobody really talks about the whole effort of the family and the, ha- the yeah. what the part the kids play and your in family building also, you up. In, even to this day, modern society, a family is a status symbol. So, like having a family that know how to carry themselves and, yeah. having, and choose to toe the line for you is that that they're making a sacrifice. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Not that we are uh, bitter in any way. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. No, yeah. I'm speaking from experience. I just honestly want because I feel like. Um, you know, I've always thought of myself as like quite a free spirit and stuff because all the things I've done, I've it's always been honed in like that's that's rebellious behavior or whatever. But then it kind of when you look at it from another perspective, from the outside looking in, it's just like I haven't even fucking touched the sides. <laughs> like, did I really even live? <laughs> did I really like? Do you know what I mean? No, I have always. Sure. It's like. I, I didn't know, but like it's only recently the way I'm looking at myself is shifting slightly. It's just like anyway. We're not talking about our lives. This yeah, is not a card special. Watching these shows brings up brings a lot. up stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then dissecting it after. <laughs> yeah. You're like, sorry, who are we talking about? Peggy, right. Exactly. We um, can't even remember. She basically is a she becomes a journalist. It's just about her. Being a black woman, trying to navigate the uh, working world, again, still a problem. Being good enough to get a job. And then the people that you're taking a job from want you to, like, literally pretend to be a white man to get your stories published. Because they're like, oh, nobody's going to like it if they know you're right. Also, even even in the Van Ryan house, she's obviously a well-respected person. But she's the help. She she lives downstairs. Oh, she's, she will, exactly. like, she's she's the she's like the highest of the health she, sense. Yeah, she's so, the most autonomous. At, not, yeah, and not, I suppose, she doesn't serve if that makes sense. No shade to yeah. people serve. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it's like it's a different job. Yeah, but then it's just she's assumed to be like poor because she's doing that. But it just shows like she's like um, she has money. And she's back, but then when she enters the white world, they she immediately has to be a servant, which is why people yeah. always say like work for black companies. So she's she has to Peggy b- pays for Marion's ticket from Pennsylvania to New York because Marion loses a no show. ticket and can't afford a new one and probably wouldn't even know where to get one. <laughs> <laughs> and when they get to the Van Ryan house, obviously, you know, they're Agnes and Ada are like thank you so much show some gratitude you must stay it's far too late to get to Brooklyn at this time have some dinner stay the night but it's it's known that you're going to be downstairs 
Yeah. If you're yeah. a white, if she that was a white person, she, she would have been, been invited upstairs. She would have been Unless, at the table with the Van Ryans. You know, it's, I mean, someone of her like education or whatever. But if she'd been like, if she'd more, a black, like, black working, working class her, person, of course. No, I mean, if she'd been white working class, I reckon. So that, that's what I mean. Yeah. If she'd been exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, some sexism. Sorry, well, yeah, sexism, I guess, but classism, but, racism, yeah. still rife. Um, yeah, and no, that's after this yeah. woman has paid for your daughter, yeah. sorry, your your niece's ticket from Pennsylvania. She otherwise, Marion would have been fucked. Yeah, but it's, and, to be honest, I'm, obviously it's not like that. We don't live in seg- segregated terms, but it is still like that a bit, like when, um, say, if you go to your friend, like this year, you used to be like in school, like you go to like a white friend's house that you've never been to, and they're like, like them I'm like oh hello and it's just like no shade but my house is nicer than yours keep it moving <laughs> honey um not that I've ever been a snob I've always been a humble servant of the lord um next is Gladys Russell okay yeah poor meek Gladys Russell I like just her. overshadowed by like 50. Mrs. Russell Mrs. Russell needed to leave her the fuck alone. She She wasn't 15, though, was she? I think she was... She was like 20, wasn't she? She Yeah, because she'd been kept back. Mrs. Russell kept holding her back, holding back her entrance into society until it suited Mrs. Ryan, until they had enough pull to fill a ballroom, until the house was finished. Like, what's her fate? Gladys should have been out, I guess, like, you know, five years prior, maybe not and quite that. And she hadn't but... developed as an adult. Because that's why she's so naive. But she'd been, yeah, she's a little so bit stunted. Yeah. Sheltering your children is never good because they just grow up dumb and naive, yeah. I should know. And the the governess that tried to help her, well, she paid for it with her job. Did she try and help her? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of um, the lady's maid who tried to... Oh, uh, no. Fuck Mrs. Russell's husband and no. set up Gladys to be a what, what do you call it? I can't remember. Um next oh, we have yeah, uh, another a... to, to marry uh, Oscar Van Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Next we have another babe in the Russell family. Oh, and also just I'll say that Gladys was, I don't think Gladys should have married that guy she barely knew, but she should have had a chance she to didn't marry anybody. Him. No, but she wanted to get married to that guy and then her dad. That, that was, was very strange. I was like, where did this guy even come from? When did you meet this guy? Was that when so the, 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 the governess, governess was sneaking her off to see? But how did she meet him in the first place? Maybe I missed that. Maybe I blinked and missed that. No, I don't remember either. Archibald, but it's not that crazy somebody, because know. like, she still leaves the house. She's not like uh, under house arrest. Yeah, I suppose. And she still has a chaperone. Yeah, like you can walk through the park and see a boy. It wouldn't have been a boy, it would have been a man. I keep forgetting she just seems like a child. She's actually an adult. That's so messed up. I think that's called abuse these days. So, (laughs) okay. Mrs. Russell, get your pussy together. She would have been the same age or maybe a bit younger than Marion. Or maybe Marion's a bit older. But we can't, you know what I mean? um, Marion was naive, but Gladys was on another level. No, Gladys was, I thought she was a child. I genuinely thought she was a child. And they amped that up by making her look even more kind of doll-like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even in the way that they styled her hair, Marion always had her hair up like a lady, whereas Gladys always had it down and curly like a doll. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also thought it was just, I don't get why they did that to that guy. And I thought in that case, Mr. Russell acting like it wasn't up to him, like he's just doing what his wife wanted. I'm like, no, that's your decision as well. You have to back that because you're like, she might never like find someone again just because, anyway, I thought that was messy. It, it was messy. And it's like you said, it's the difference between uh, Mrs. Russell and Mrs. Uh, Van Ryan. And like, at least Mrs. Van Ryan was sending people away because she thought they were shady, not just because she didn't like them. Then again, she did. Not she because they messy. were higher, yeah, not high enough in. Yeah. Larry Russell. Mwah. Another Little baby Larry, but not you baby. He's a baby. No, because he was, I'm saying he was a young man. He was a little a, a sweetheart. He was. Yeah. He was a, a very obviously not a sexy sweet sister, young man. But honey, you're gonna always. He's got time. Oh. <laughs> he could grow into that. Um, I really want um him and Marion. Marion to get. It's too obvious, but I, everything about the show is obvious. I, well, I don't get. I why will they say that at the moment now they should have introduced the storyline where he likes her a bit more. I don't want to see friends to lovers. I want to see pining. No, I think it will be a bit more of uh, Marion's done with pining. Oh, she, now, I think fun. now it will be. <laughs> no, I think it's more like because I, I. No, I wanted. To I think she's she's tested her. the waters. No, yeah, but he's too busy actually thinking about what he wants to do with his life and stepping he's, out of his father's yeah, shadow. He, no, he spent a lot of time smiling into the fucking distance. He came around to the house quite a bit. I think there's yeah, pi- they yeah. are laying the ground. For I'm saying they should have gone first. They're sharing stories. It's all very life. tame. It's too tame. I wanted lust. Well, it's a very, very tame show, the whole thing. And you, like, you know, the ending was a bit like, whatever. Even the whole thing, and I know we'll speak about it when Mr. Rakes comes up, but the whole yeah. thing with Mr. Rakes and Marion, it's all very, very PG. Not even PG, PG it's like universal. Even the Disney Channel know how to sell less, for goodness sake. Or longing, or liking someone. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of um, longing at all. I hate sudden love. Oh, God. Like, oh, wait, yeah. I like you. I like you. I love you. Yeah, Gladys Gladys is the only one that's showing an ounce of, like... (laughs) But maybe that's a, a deliberate on the writer's part that the person that shows that kind of love is <laughs> the youngest kind of it's immature. It's like everybody yeah. else is kind of either buttoned up in society it. or doing their own thing, or they realize that lovers um or marriage and matches are a a thing of business and con- not con- well, yeah, convenience or there, there's a reason to it beyond um simply love. And I don't think people that love that for the people who've been married. Everyone who's unmarried doesn't seem to have that kind of cynicism. Except but everybody that's unmarried them. is uh, children, like comparatively. They're all quite oh, young and naive. Nixon's character. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, poor Ada. I don't feel bad for her. She's all right. Oh, do you mean what happened to her? Just in terms of. Yeah, she might have wanted love, but I think she got to a certain age. Oh, God, I feel like I identify with Ada. Where she's like, stop oh, well. you, stop counting yourself out, man. It's not the 1900s anymore. Of course, and it's our season. 
soon to be starting. Okay, that's it. Who will we on, Larry? Yeah, sweet boy. Um, I really hope that he does get to be an architect because, you know, his dad should have a bit more respect for that craft given, like, the house and the, the, like, fucking Grand Central Station. It's like, what do you think that an architect is, like, a bum (laughs) job or an artist? He's not asking you. He's not like Benedict being like, I want to be an artist. Benedict Bridgerton, guys, not not from this show. It's He's asking to be in a credible long-term career that has a lot of creative value that's putting something out there into the world that his father will have need of exactly I didn't I don't understand why maybe it's just because he feels like there's not going to be anybody to kind of pick up the mantle yeah he wants a full-time CEO but he'll get one who can also design his station so calm it down maybe yeah anyway um so there, there you go that's that's Larry Lazar. Yeah, I really want him. If him and Marion aren't fucking next season, I'm going to be pissed. No, they're going to wait till marriage. Oh. Okay. If, if Mr. Rakes could keep it in his pants. Okay, do you know what? They're not. Him, but he's disgusting. I have well, maybe that will him. be the biggest scandal, actually. We'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, next okay. is Oscar Van Ryan. I liked Oscar. Who, I like. <laughs> yeah, but I he's just, a villain. He is a villain. But. The, uh, there has to be a villain, and there's always, I guess, is it he's a lovable a bri- villain, I guess? He is. Yeah, no, he's he's a, yeah. one of the best characters. That you're rooting for best. him, because he's the one that you want to actually go out drinking with. Yeah. I bet he'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that, to be honest, that whole family, him and his, imagine being with him and his mum for an afternoon. It'll be fun as hell. They're all yeah. right. They're, all, they're a good time. Yeah. They're probably the most fun family. Because they get on with ironic. each other. I feel like everybody knows uh, Oscar's yeah, what deal. Oh, everybody... No, they don't. They definitely Do... don't. They definitely don't. Do you not think that Mrs. Van nope. Ryan on some level? It, I don't think it's alluded to. Because she thinks that Oscar is sleeping with the um, lady's maid. Oh, or, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Russell's yeah. lady's maid. Yeah. So nobody knows. I can't. Okay. So Oscar basically has a lover who is called. Oh fuck! I'm never going to find him. Sorry. Is that his name? I don't Let's know. Let's call him that for now. <laughs> Let's make um, up a name. The doctor. Is he a doctor? Maybe he's not. I don't know. No, he might be. I thought he was just another rich man. Because he comes calling on not well. He, he comes to the house and everyone's like, oh, look, meet Marion. Because <laughs> they're trying to push those two together for a hot second. Oh, my God. Somebody, okay, for, um, it's called Them, you at, Them is the website. I've never heard of it. And the title is. Um, Reputable source. <laughs> an ode to Oscar, the refreshingly boring gay villain of the kill today. <laughs> That is accurate, yeah. But not, yeah. I mean, refreshingly boring is maybe a bit, a bit far, but I feel like that's almost a good way to describe the entire show. I absolutely loved it, yeah. but it is a little bit, if you compare it to other shows. Period dramas. Period dramas. It's not, there, it's there not wasn't loads of scandal. It wasn't racy. Not. I don't feel like there, there was loads of major, like, whoa, plot stories no. going on maybe it's the it's a slow burner and they're really building up for something but don't get me they're wrong not. I like I the show it's not. easy to it's watch pleasant. and I think it's just 
maybe it's that's all it's supposed to be. But if you think if you compare it to um like Downton Abbey, which I is made by the same, uh, created by the same um the same guy, Julian okay. Fellows, that was scandal, scandals, boom, 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 straight from the get-go. There are scandals. It's just I didn't they didn't even hit the sides for me. I was just like, oh, that's a bit messed up. Next. But maybe is that because we're just expecting something a bit more salacious. salacious. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I think it's, than, it's, it's the lack of sex for Oh, me. my God. Sex We've been desensitized. No, it's sex makes things more like, oh, like without sex, it's just so, okay, this isn't realistic. <laughs> and like All even, the longing um, looks, let's be clear. Because yeah. And Oscar's whole deal is obviously he's a gay man who has to um, – he's well he doesn't have to he's that's the this is what makes him a villain he's under no pressure by society he is purposefully looking for a wife to I think um, he is under pressure by society because he says he is but he's other character normally when somebody's under pressure they're being asked when are you getting married where's your wife it's never it's only a matter of time before people will potentially start yeah, questioning that's what, that's what he's what, saying and yeah so that's that's a valid reason for him to be like but, shit i need to get married so that i can keep yeah. having my um relationship yeah but it, the him obviously like looking to marry marion is uh, just messed gladys up. gladys gladys sorry because it's like because she's young and naive he, and she wants love she's yeah, a sucker for love yeah up. and then it's again I don't know how many times I can watch it, the whole um, I'm gay, so I'm a villain thing. Like, me being gay is villainous. Like, I don't I get it. It's the sign of the times or whatever, but he's still a great character because he's actually got a personality, <laughs> which is more than I yeah. can say. Yeah, <laughs> and not refreshingly boring. I think he's... I think that in, in the, in the point that it's he's not um, that overtly gay kind of scandalous coming into he's not like a caricature of himself having just skim read it I think they were alluding to the fact that he wasn't at first you think you're going to hate him and then you're like actually he's really sweet and it's the nothing really deep going on like yeah yeah which I feel like there's no real full villain development no 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 and I don't think that level will be if anything I think he'll go more towards a hero side I mean, in general, yeah, for the whole, not just with regarding Oscar in general, the whole series. Oh, I meant Oscar. Yeah, I, I think in general, there's no like you are a villain. Yeah, they're all quite nice. They're just old. I mean, I suppose Peggy's dad is a bit in. I know it sounds messed up but what he did that's what I mean what he did was should have been like oh my god how how could you and what he did was mental but I still didn't think he was that bad he just seemed like an overbearing annoying father I think nothing felt that um wild because it was it's all fairly predictable yeah you know what I mean it was nothing even if there was sex in it I'd have been like truth be told I thought that she knew that her child had been given up for adoption so when she told, um, I think I just misunderstood, when she told uh, Mrs. Van Ryan that her child was dead, I thought she was lying to save face. <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, is that like a real scandal? No, she's though? got integrity. She's got honesty. If there's one thing yeah, that she's not going to do is lie. If she thought yeah. she's not going to try and save face, not with the Van Ryans. Yeah. 
Next, we're on to the real villain of the show. He is a villain. Mr. Rakes. Mr. Rakes. What's his first name? Tom. Toff. Hate that name. Mr. Tom Rakes. Oscar Van Ryan, can I just say, is a gorgeous name. I'm a beautiful man. It is, yeah. I like Tom Rakes. Very, very handsome. Tom Tom Rakes is just like, looks like everybody. Mr. Plot. Oscar is, has a very like refined kind of distinctive You'd remember me. Face, him. yeah. He's, a, he's charming, he's well-dressed. Tom, Tom Rakes Tom is, is like the opposite. every man. Yeah, he is. He's like PC Pod, honestly. But then I suppose that, that's he'd the point, the isn't it? <laughs> he, you know he'd get cast in the bill. Uh, uh, yeah, not as a policeman. Oh. Do you mean as a civilian? Do you think he'd have a lot long? <laughs> Do you think he'd be cast in, like as a one episode, or oh he, would God, right, he would running. be running? He'd be yeah. extra number five. This is no shade to oh, his name is Thomas in real life. Thomas Cockerell. He plays Tom Rains. Yeah, we're not saying um, you're a villain, but we're obviously talking about you your actual face, yeah, which is the face you have. Characters. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you can change it. <laughs> He's very much saying he's he's an everyman. He has the face of every man. I'm sure it serves him well. I'm sure if I go on his IMDb, it's full. Chocker. He's, he's probably been in every show. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rakes, you rascal. Even that, though, I, they didn't, um, I, they could have pushed it further. No, I'm glad they didn't. I already, they didn't need to do much, and I hated him. It yeah. didn't make sense. Okay, let's get into it. Why are you bringing her along? I don't know whether they wanted to make out that he was, he actually genuinely loved her, but he realized that what he needed, that he was a bit of a Mrs. Russell and he actually needed to climb society and she just didn't actually have any money at that current time. Fair enough. I thought he was definitely a social climber and then she was the only person he knew. And then he realised, oh, actually, loads of women like me. So I don't have to. Yeah, uh, I suppose. And it's the the idea that he is, he could, he's a man, he's a, he's a professional, you know, he's not just, so he's still a lawyer. That's, you know, got to, I suppose, have some weight to it, right? But he has, by virtue of him being a man and not needing a family name or somebody, I suppose, to sponsor him or like, enter him into society, he can just walk in and do that himself. And then all of these people just come and take him out and let him be in their opera cup box and whatnot. Oh, I like hate the hypocrisy bits. of. And he is thirsty. But why? Why did he go to New York? Like you obviously were doing okay, okay in. I just fancy a change. But why do people move to London? Just like more more stuff to do. But do do you believe that he was being earnest in his help of in helping Peggy? I do think he was earnest, but then it's just like why I feel like he could have done more. I, I'm sure you could have found. Oh, helping Peggy. Yeah. Um because that's I suppose how they get close, how Marion and him get close because No, I think he did what he could. I just don't think he's a very good lawyer. Marion, you're better off without him. Or researching, yeah. I just don't like him. I I think if that had been 
on Downton Abbey, they would have had sex and that would have been a scandal. And then it would have been like, shit, Marion's potentially okay, ruined. you've reminded me. Okay, when the, the, the day I decided I hate this man is when he kissed her. Because I was like, mm. why are you doing it? It was like, I felt it was like, he's such a fucking... It was very seedy, yeah. But outside her bedroom in a hotel and you shouldn't be here. You know you shouldn't be here. It did feel a bit like she was pushing and and thank God that Peggy... Yeah, it didn't feel like they were like lusting for each other. It felt like he was trying it. Yeah, and she didn't know what to do or know to say no when she was a bit like... And a bit taken up, I suppose, with the... Passion of it, but even then, I don't think she was absolutely well, never feeling been the passion. Kissed. And she, somebody was... kisses you, it's nice. That's all that is. Get him out of there. That's when I decided I don't care what his intentions are. I hate this man, and I. That's when I decided if they get married, I'm not watching anymore. Well, luckily for the show, they haven't lost a viewer because <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't need your viewership. People um, watch this show. Predictably, Mister Aches doesn't show up. He doesn't even oh, show does, up. Does he show? No, she has oh, to go to his office yeah. and be like, oh, okay, I see. This is where Marion has got the fucking grace of God. More, more than I would have. Or I wish I could God. handle, um, cried probably. I think I would have, I don't know if I would have, I would have liked to have, either would have liked to be how Marion was, which was super graceful and very understanding and kind of, which I suppose cuts in its own way because then the other person's the like, worst. wow, I've missed out on it. You've given me, oh, you haven't, I, ha- I can't be, I can't feel bad about myself or I can't, my behavior can't be justified because your reaction to it was an quote unquote overreaction and you've be, become I'm kicking the off. bitch. You've handled it with grace and now I have to just, Except that I'm the only villain here. But I think that I would have kicked off. You thought you would have wouldn't have I wouldn't have kicked off in a way that was like cute or witty or very like sharp put downs. It would have been um, unless I'd have been crying for sure. Not knows. I thought the thing is, you thought you were gonna get married today. Yeah. I'm just uh, turning the light on, but keep going. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were saying let's wait a minute. I did not read cues well. <laughs> I th- I thought I was going to get married. I had to come to your office. First of all, why are you at work if you're like leaving me at the altar? And then she was compromised. Her own, that's the worst when they drag your family into it. My own cousin has to come and tell me what it is. Oh, thank the, God for the cousin. Yeah. has to tell me that you were out last night doing God knows what with God knows who. Like, I just thought it was a mess. And, and you then, convinced this woman to elope. You did that. You could have told her the night before. I mean, why would you go the night before? It's like literally, so somebody invites you on a date the night before you're supposed to get married and you think, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to get married anymore. Do me a fucking failure, you bellend. I hate him. And she's the one doing Please. everything, finding the place that they can meet. After you're you're pressuring her and pressuring her, and then when she finally relents, oh god, this is just triggering as hell. When she finally gives in to your pesters, and then she's like, "Cool, here's where we can meet. Here's what we can do." You fucking bail her on her. You leave her high and dry. You piece of shit. Piece of shit. I hated him. And. no shade but the woman that he was into wasn't even all that and I'm really and I don't mean that by looks I just mean everything about her wasn't for me her character and 
I'm glad they didn't get married. And I hope she ends up with Mr. Russell, even though her aunt's Well, at the ball, she stays out all night. I don't know. Now now maybe Mrs. Van Ryan will will warm to the Russells because I think she'll have to. I think she has to accept that change is afoot. Yeah, she's yeah, she's an adaptable woman. Exactly. If anything, she's still an adaptable person, as you say. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about that was I don't think we'll get to her, so I'm just going to say it now. You know where they met that woman's house, the one who was an outcast from society. I want to say Mrs. Chamberlain. Oh my god, I have a hole in my phone. I really need a new phone. I've dropped it too many times. Yes, I felt like the way they left things was as though she was going to blackmail uh, Marion. Yeah. What? Yeah. The way that, yeah. No, I feel that she had integrity. I thought that until then. Uh, Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Simon Jones is next. Oh, sorry, Bannister. Bannister, I think he's the butler. Oh, I love Bannister, the British butler. The the, the, uh, Van Ryan. To be honest, I love both the butlers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I liked that he was... on him? Uh, well, he walked in on no, because oh. Miss Van Ryan walked in on the house. But was it because she received a note saying that her butler was at the Russells? But no, I don't think no, 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 no. She received and did not. Did she not receive a note that her son was there and she walked in? Because I think that was a surprise. She then she saw. Bannister there. Who would, who would have was Oscar there having dinner? Oh, I didn't know that's what the note was saying. I thought they told I can't remember. Her. I don't know if, because I don't think she went over to find Bannister. I think she went over and then saw Bannister and it was, and then she was really embarrassed. Okay, I didn't know that. And she had, and she just, and then somebody else, oh, Marion was like, oh, I think that you were just here to say, Something she saved yeah. the day. I thought but it was her butler. No, I, I, there's something, there's a, was another reason why she went over, but I could be wrong. I doubt it. Anyway, the point is, Mr. Bannister goes over to the Russell house to um, do some moonlighting to make sure that um, the, the dinner is served in the English way <laughs> as opposed to the French way. Um, because Mr. McAllister is coming to town or we're coming for dinner and he likes things yeah. to be done properly. Even though he is trash, no shade. Oh God, the, the biggest trash bag. Such a gossip. Walking into people's houses. Why does not- he live with his wife? I don't know. And who is his wife? Is his, his wife isn't Mrs. Astor, is it? Or yeah. what's their relation? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I need I need to see a tree. I need to see an org chart. Um, but Bannister, yeah, just a I guess a good guy. Um, stickler for the old ways. He's funny. A proper He's butler, not racist, yeah. so that's a plus. Surprising for you know. Yeah, an English person. Um, maybe a bit unrealistic. The next person is Church, who is the American butler. Again, Mrs. Astor was a real person. She was a prominent socialite. Um, Are all these people real people? 
No, maybe. Well, I don't know. Is is it actually Grand Central Station that they say? Because if it is, then surely it would have to be the Russell family that built it. They can't just make up a family. I know. That I know the the Russell family name, but I don't know what they did. Like that is a family. Anyway, church. Yeah, also a a good butler. I don't know. Nothing to say on him. Next. Um. Ada Brooke, Mrs. Van Ryan. Oh, Cynthia Nixon. She, it was great to see her in a different kind of role because I think we're obviously so used to seeing her as, well, Miranda or as just herself, Cynthia Nixon. I felt like coming from the, because I started watching this literally as a crossover as I was watching the new sex. And just like that, yeah. Yeah, and it felt like it was funny because it was like, that's why I couldn't get into it at first. I didn't realize it was, it was the first episode. I wasn't convinced. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I should. Yeah, but it was good. I felt bad for her when um that guy. Do you remember that man? He was like pretending he loved her. Oh, years. of course. Yeah, that was a bit cold. I but again, Miss Ryan are such gold diggers. When men do have something to offer, no, I'm not saying women don't do this as well. Or, I'm not saying non-binary people don't do this, but I'm specifically talking about how it's not reported with men. They, when they think you have something, like a social standing, if your family has money, they are thirsty. I'm sorry, but they are. And when they find out that it's not all that, they'll be like, oh. and they'll act like, but it's, they're, they're, they're gold diggers. They are the real gold diggers, the real social climbers. I know how this looks, like I'm drinking and talking shit, but that's not what's happening. I'm drinking out of a fucking tumbler. This is a Woody from Toy Story job. Okay. Did you watch Toy Story 4? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, we'll talk about it at the end. I'll make a note. Um, is, are there any other characters that you desperately want to talk about? Because I feel like we've been chatting for quite some time. Ugh, Watson. Who's Watson. So Watson is the butler who clearly has a child who he shouldn't have. Oh, right, of course. Because he's like... The, the footman. I'm sorry, the, that, the that, is, that is the worst out for a storyline ever. He's just gasping at this random woman and running away the whole time. It's like, oh, fucking hell, give me something. They didn't that they they didn't develop that story, so they really should have oh, cut, cut it, yeah. No, they should have kept it. I was bored. It, well, like, he added How, some but, part, Like No, like... He, it, I'm not saying I was bored of this show, but he added like a bit of nonsense to it. Like you can't all be serious. Nonsense like, in the sense that it was you. This is like not trash. a story. Yeah, it's just you've not tried at all with <laughs> at this, all. unless you're laying some ground roots for the seasons to come. But you also have to remember that you may not get another season, so you can't just do yeah. have these things where we're like, is that your long lost daughter? How did she get into like what is going on? The thing is, I really enjoyed this show and I looked forward to it every week. It was like one of my highlights. We'd watch it after recording. recording. (laughs) But talking about it makes me feel like nothing actually happened. It was just like we've also come hot off um, Bridgerton where everything happens. Yeah. Maybe I'm not doing it for justice. And the um, yeah, you're right. But I do look forward to season two. It's been renewed, I think. Um you I think. Yeah, we've been we've been talking for a long time. So one thing that maybe we just I think we should talk about because it's it's funny. Um, and then we should wrap it up, maybe unless we've missed out any major characters, um, is the um 
Don't say the no. share. Okay, then there's nothing we have to say. <laughs> Sorry, say the chef, say the chef. Sorry. The Russell's chef just yeah. randomly, again, comedy plot line. Like, what, why? It was funny. Of course it was funny, but it why? wasn't going though. I think that's why I like the show. It was just like, it was nice. They just throw like, in was... some like random Easter eggs where you're like, it was just like okay. a light-hearted show. Like they had, I think the main storyline is like not the main storyline. The main storyline is about what's a face trying to climb in society, but the main movement of the show is all about um like, oh my god, we've got electricity now and everything's changing so fast. And right. America, anybody can make it here. So yeah. like they have that going on, which is cute. And then you've got the social climbers, and then you've got like really tepid sex scandals. Yeah, but then they also, yeah, they. How can you sell us on like the American dream when they're to to make it and to get a decent job as a talented chef? You have to pretend to be a Frenchman. That's not the American dream. He could have made it it. as like some kid from Kansas, but he did it convincingly yeah. I did not see that he coming he was the Donald Draper of the <laughs> I did not see that coming he we did miss two people I can't remember the names but they worked in the Van Ryan household mm-hmm. the man whose uh, mother had died quite young or oh yeah yeah the then, so the, the young the young footman and um the the kitchen maid I guess the maid yeah Daisy, I really, I really the yeah the Irish Irish girl Oh, and also we missed out the old hag, no shade, the old racist woman. I don't want to talk about her. She was irritating. You mean as in downstairs? Yeah, hated her. Um, But I love the cook who stole the silver, who was being then extorted by the people, I guess. Oh! She was, I loved her. She was funny. Okay, that was another There were so many but what is going I suppose maybe that um, is indicative of real life that there's quite a lot of things that just happen in our lives that are random things that happen maybe on a day-to-day or week-to-week maybe yeah. even month-to-month basis but in the grand scheme of your life they're not actually going to leave a big mark so no. they don't need to be a big plot line so maybe yeah. yeah maybe this show was groundbreaking in the sense that it just had a lot of nonsense that will never get developed because that's what happens <laughs> in real life yeah but yeah, it was a good show. I liked it. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's oh, I definitely nice recommend it, especially if you like period dramas. If you're not yeah. into period dramas, and it's not a show where I'd say it's not like a Bridgerton where I'd be like, no, you should watch it anyway because that's not yeah. your typical period drama. This is very much your bread and butter period drama. <laughs> yeah, my sisters listened to all the Bridgerton books. Oh my god, just. Give me a few bits without any spoilers because I kept saying no spoilers, no spoilers. But yeah, well, there's one thing Colin we know: Shonda will one make one it. Out. No, it's Benedict. But in the books, it's Colin. Yeah, but in in where it counts <laughs> in, the, in the Netflix original. Also, um, this um season, this season was a mixture of books two and three, so it's books two and some of book three. Right. That's oh my all God, I have the to books say. Must be steamy as hell if they stretch that out over okay oh my god some no some of the dialogue I'll see if I can find it I probably can't uh my phone said I can't um that because you know there's people on Instagram who post um 
clips, like uh, pictures from the show with like uh, screenshots of yeah. text from the book. And yes, that's the side of Instagram I'm on. <laughs> Is it word for word or not? Yeah. It's... So the quotes from the book will be like literal dialogue from the book, word yeah. for word. Not just like random, like they'll take a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. I, 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 that makes sense. I hope of so. There's other it. things. Go on, where... go on your explore page. No, it'll be there full of it now. I feel like, no, who am I kidding? My <laughs> suggestions are all still Bridgerton themed things. You only need to look at the messages that I sent to Wait Rewind the Tape account. Oh, yeah. Did you see? 90% the, um... Bridgerton content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it and it always will be. So I um did I see there was um I think it was not last night, the night before, there was um a whole big argument about Penelope's character. There was discourse. Where? You know, on Twitter. She was oh, on Twitter, sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I took a screenshot and then I just couldn't be bothered to post it because I just thought it was funny that she was trending and people are like, I told you, Penelope fans are like insane. They're like, wow, she had to. And I'm just like, first she didn't of all, have to do anything. Like, I get it if this was a real person who you've loved and you feel like you have to defend. But you cannot defend a fictional character like that. You can clearly see when she's in the wrong. Or whatever. I think a lot of people see themselves in her. But yeah, just let them have it. That's my yeah. new saying. Let them have it. <laughs> let it. Yeah. Oh, God. Let it be. Let it go. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. and we never said rest oh. in peace to um the wanted singer. Oh yeah. If you've listened to this Jay show for a long McGinnis. time, you'll know that we randomly talk about old n- noughties, maybe 90s uh, singers, obscure British kind of groups, artists that most people, unless you grew up in Britain at that time, would know about. Uh-huh. Maybe we're underrating some of these artists. No, one no. such one was The Wanted. I think we have a whole like 10, 15 minutes on one episode where we just... as well across two episodes where we just have a deep dive um, into it but sadly one of the band members passed away I'm so sorry I gave the wrong name it was not Jay McGuinness it was Tom Parker who passed away he had a brain and tumor yeah it was an aneurysm but yeah, um, sorry to clumsily move on. I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say. I don't want to leave the episode like this. Yeah, this will be uh, definitely top 10 of worst episode endings if we do. Not even close. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a bit of an anti-climax after British so you've got to understand that is the highlight of the year for us. So. Absolutely, the peak of the season. The start of the season, if anything. Somebody has tweeted. No, it's not the start of the season. Is it okay to date a deceased friend's ex-lover? I don't want to unpack it. I just think that's such a random thing to see. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, how deceased? You know what? No, it doesn't matter. What you can do what you like. I don't know what your situation is. Yeah, you you're the only one that can answer that question for yourself. Is it okay? Do you think it's okay or not? If you think it is, fine. 
be prepared for any fallout that may come. Yeah, do what you do. They're anything like my lovers. Nobody even knew they were. <laughs> or you might end up dating one of them without realizing because honestly, oh, it's a secret. No, I was a lie. secret. I mean, I thought they were a secret, but really, I was the secret. Doesn't it hit hard when you realize that you're the one that's actually? Yes. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm the one that's Wait, not. What? Like, I'm preserving myself by not intri- like opening myself up to your life, and then you realize they don't care. They that's don't want to meet anybody. <laughs> yeah, I never would be. You think they're crying at home because you won't take them home to your parents or let them meet your best friend? No, because <laughs> they're with somebody else. Oh my gosh! And there it is. That's there the way it the is. Crumbles. <laughs> that is the way the cookie crumbles. Um, oh, things that we can watch. Oh my god! Sorry, I know that we've been talking for a very, very long time, but I just have to say. So, um, on I think Sunday, and then maybe I finished it off yesterday. I watched finally Infinity War, Avengers: Infinity War, and Avengers: Endgame. Maybe <laughs> we have to do an episode on on the, just the Avengers, like the kind of like oh, Infinity Stone if do, finding. Okay, if we do it, we have to watch all of them because I've only seen the two you've seen. Okay, fine. I've definitely seen the a first assemble. Avengers Assemble I guess yeah the first one yeah we've seen that can't remember it but seen it and I've definitely seen Age of Ultron but can't remember it um seen it but then yeah these two fucking hell yeah I've seen those I got things to say the last one I'm sorry but the last one is funny at the beginning it is quite funny because it's just like after all that you're just gonna bring everyone back yeah come on and you don't think that you're there's any risk in you know what? Like scientific, like their bodies only like oh anyway, I'm sure everybody knew that was gonna happen because it's probably a very popular comic book, but so I was shocked. Because at the end of Endgame, I'd never seen any of the Avengers. I was like, this is not what I was expecting. I was like, how how will they come back? What? No, that's such a sad ending. And then it was like, what happens in the next one? Oh, they're all black. And okay, cool. Oh, but, is it in, in Endgame? After like in Infinity War, yeah. where everybody just like, but obviously we know that that's not something must have happened because we've seen Wonder Vision. We know that Wonder comes back. No, Wonder Vision is after Infinity. Exactly, War. but in, in in Infinity War, she is one of the like fifty percent that gets made that gets dusted by Thanos. Yeah, so obviously what- we know that going into. Like I, I knew going into Endgame, well, she's they're going to bring them back somehow. I know, but I, wa- I watched like, it before exists. WandaVision. Yeah, so I didn't, but Are you so mean, I kind of was okay. like, oh, okay, well, I know that. I guess, if, yeah, if you didn't know, if you hadn't, no, I watched if you Endgame watched it the, when the it came out, yeah, then you're like, that would be very, like. <laughs> I was devastated because I didn't want to go and watch it. I was like, this is going to be some dumb shit. And then I was like, so oh, long, though. God. Yeah, it was very long. That was a long night. I went on a date. It was a cute day. Oh. And I hated the guy I went on a date with and ended up taking Fucking hell. And then going for the longest cinema yeah. trip. But at least then you, you're like, you've put in a decent amount of time with this person on a date that you wouldn't if maybe, well, you probably would. If you no, we stayed up the rest of the night, like talking and stuff. That was the longest day of my life. That was like a 10 hour day. I had fun. Didn't even like. No, I liked him for a long time. Oh, oh! No, um, I hated him at first. He was saying was, stuff after the cinema that was annoying me. Right, and then but by this after you know after a three hour conversation, you're like you're all right. Yeah, I ended up dating him for years. 
how long was Endgame? <laughs> as long as our relationship. <laughs> uh, three hours. It's for, no, I mean, how long ago was it? I thought it was oh, fairly was recent. Ago. No, it was ages ago. What? It was. Well, maybe it was, was it pre-pandemic? Time moves yes. differently now. Oh, it was four years ago. Wow. Five, yeah. No, it was. 2019. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Endgame. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I knew it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, 2019. Are you thinking of Infinity War? No, that's the one that came out recently. No, Endgame is the last one. Oh, my God, that's why it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm thinking of Infinity War. I'm so sorry, listeners. Yeah, 2018, yes. I'm sorry, I was talking about Infinity War. Yeah, Endgame feels like it came out yesterday, but that's because the pandemic made me forget that 2019 to me was like two years ago. Not three, if that makes sense. Right, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, it did make me think, do you know what? I do like a Marvel film. And a Marvel Love series. Love I started watching Moon Knight. Oh, never. Oh, okay, that looks all right. Mm. Jury's still out. <laughs> I keep, the, every time someone talks about it, I think they're talking about the Jared Leto one. Oh, Morbius. No, I'm not going to bother with that. As Too soon as reviews. I saw the advert, I was like, no, forget the reviews. As soon as I saw the advert, <laughs> I was like, this, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And why is this man like this in every film? Just the yeah. king of doing it entirely too much. Yeah. I, oh my God. There aren't many actors who I see and I'm like, I'm also, not watching Oh, no, this. wait, Batman's DC, isn't it? Yeah. Because I was going to say, he's he's been the Joker, so how can he also be the different Oh, he can do he wants, yeah. But do you know what I cannot wait for? They're bringing back Blade. And if you, if, you probably don't remember, but when we started this podcast, I hadn't watched the Blade trilogy. I still and haven't. Then, I do remember. Oh, my God. Because I, I said something so dumb. But I watched the Blade trilogy. I feel like it was a few weeks ago, but it was probably, like, years ago now, months ago even. But, like, um, I loved it. To this day, I people are still surprised that it. I haven't seen it. Because it's right up my street, really. Yeah. Maybe it's the racism. <laughs> Listeners, Natalie refuses to watch Bad Vampires. Put that in your blog. Uh, <laughs> at the risk of no sounding... No. The risk of sounding like every every person who says they're not racist. Queen of the Damned is one of my favorite vampire movies. Oh my god! Not that Sorry. guy. I love the blacks. Oh my god, Matthew! Um, if I ever hear you say my best friend is black, I swear to God, I will be like, honey, nip it in. The not back. anymore. <laughs> No, she's not. Um, no, I would. I would never um, and have never. Um, I'm just re-looking at uh, Rihanna's uh, maternity vote shoot. Oh, so that orange. Someone's, if someone's pregnant, I call every photo a maternity shoot. It's not. It's just, it's just them taking it's a picture. Just, yeah. Why is that a maternity shoot? She's literally just <laughs> doing a Vogue cover shoot. Um, Okay, we won't dissect that on the podcast. I, be, I just really too like much. the cover. I think it's gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous, stunning. Yeah, Guys, go nice. watch it. Uh, sorry, not watch it. Go go There's look at it. That you can watch. It yeah. looks, she looks it's incredible. Beautiful. She does. It's a great look. Phenomenal. If I was pregnant, that's the kind of look I'd want. Oh, 
old, but I'd probably be like, no, I can't wear this. But maybe I'd be like, yeah, I can. Maybe when you're pregnant, you're like. Yeah, because you're like, it's more of a moment. Because I feel like it is a big deal. I know. I know everyone has children, like, well, we all come from someone's pregnancy, but I think it's cool that you can, like, mark. I don't know, it's it's amazing. Like, there's there's a person in you. I just think I have this very stupid idea. Sorry, this is going to sound really dumb, but I'm just going to have to say it. It's fair to work through these things now. (laughs) That when... Like if I got pregnant, that my body would I just look like a pregnant but but like obviously not your body does change, but yeah, I feel like I'd be like, well, I would no longer have a, a belly because I'd have a pregnant belly. Yeah, but no, maybe but you is, would still have the, the awesome. <laughs> well that's does that make sense? It makes a hundred percent. It makes yeah. sense. I'm like, like, I wouldn't, it would stretch everything out and I wouldn't no longer have the body that I have because I would have a pregnant body, which I suppose you do, but then not. To the point, you may not feel as good as you think you're going to feel because when um, somebody, any, anyone, when your body changes rapidly, it can be very difficult to adjust to quickly. But I think that um, there's also um, the whole thing with I've not experienced this in real life. I'm talking about obviously things I've read. There was this thing about like people that you could buy like a bump smoother and all sorts of things. There's still like unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's how I would, I I see myself as having the unrealistic standard when in reality, I'd probably be like, huh, this isn't what I expected. I'm still lumpy. Yeah. (laughs) Why do I still look like a sack of potatoes? Yeah. Uh, Just a bigger sack. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's it, guys. Go watch the Gilded Age. Let us know what you thought. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One, one last final thing. I think yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny to me to think that um, the Gilded Age is that's where the Featheringtons would be if they'd. I mean, obviously, in a few more generations, but if um, they yes, had yes. moved to the states, yeah, Mrs. Fe- Portia, Lady Featherington. Well, she'd be dead by then. No. Um, but she would have, her ancestors would have. Yeah. Could, could, but they would have, I suppose, run the ton of it because they would have been that old, old yeah, but she family would have name. Come from scandal. So there would have been a lot of talk around their family. But there always is, they are scandalous. Featheringtons. Imagine fucking Penelope in, uh, well, she wouldn't have been in the Gilded Age, but you know what I mean? Her offspring yeah. still carrying on. The TMZ global lady whistledown empire. (laughs) But now she's made so much money and everyone loves her. Mm -hmm. Well, she can be free to be who she is in the States. Well, that's what she thinks. To a certain extent, (laughs) Um, That's it. That's the show. Okay. Next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.